Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the natural born scallywag, Joey Marcus. How does <laughs> You well? <laughs> I, I am good. Best I can be during the lockdown. Are you surviving lockdown? Yeah, I can't sail anywhere at the moment, so sitting in a bedroom is the best I can do. <laughs> Have you been binging any series or anything? Or? Uh, just a lot, a lot of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You haven't been like, binging the Pirates of the Caribbean or Treasure Island or <laughs> I, I started playing, a, what's it called, a Sea of Thieves on the Xbox. Started playing that. Oh, my son's playing that. Yeah. It, it's, it's not as good as what people made out to be, so I was quite disappointed. No, I've not, I've not seen it. Yeah, I just, I just don't hear my son and his friends talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to ask if you were a huge fan of Paul Birchill growing up, but then you're younger than I thought you were. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm only 20, 20 now. I, was, I had yeah. to think of that. It's been that long since <laughs> I've been outside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were a bit older, but yeah, it's probably just but before, just before you signed the pirate picture. I'm a lot older than I am. So, who was your favorite wrestler going on? I, I know it sounds really marky, but uh, CM Punk. Because I, yeah, he's the I only started he's the... in 2011. Uh, the first thing I ever watched was the uh, 40 man Royal Rumble. Oh, wow. That's a good introduction. Yeah, that, that was 2011, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I remember Del Rio won that, and that went to WrestleMania 27. Yeah, that was his uh, last match. Well, mm-hmm. second to last match now. So yes. during that time, Punk was in the Nexus in the Rumble, and because he was uh, one of the first out, and Nexus dominated that Rumble. Like, I just kept my eye on him. I, I was never a uh, John Cena guy. No, he's. I've appreciated John Cena a lot more in the last couple of years. Yeah. I, looking back now to what, especially um, the Ruthless Aggression series that the network uploaded. Yes. Watching that and how he almost got fired, you, you, you do appreciate him more and more over the years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, same point. was one of the reasons I came back to wrestling. So I, start, I, went, I heard that ECW was coming back in 2006. So I started, watch, I'll go watch that. And it was CM Punk who kept me watching for a couple of years. So, yeah, and I stopped watching again. And in 2011, my son got back into it about the same time. I've been yeah. watching it again, full time. So what prompted you to Donna Tights and get into the ring? Uh, I, I wasn't going to do it. I, I always said that I would go, but there was never any schools that I could find around me. But it turns out there was actually one right around the corner, like a two-minute walk from where I live. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it, it wasn't, like, well-advertised or anything at the time. Uh, and then I found it, and then I put it off for, I want to say, three months. But then oh, wow. my 
now fiance, uh, she convinced me to to go and give it a try. And I thought I hated it the first time. And then I thought if if it's something I want to like, because I'm not a quitter. Like if I try something, no, I'll right. carry on trying. And here I am four years later. Yeah, I've heard that if you can survive your first training session, you can probably <laughs> a lot of people go and they do it once and then just they hurt too much, they never die. Oh, the, the amount of people we've had walk into the school and then not come back. <laughs> yeah, my co-host Nick did one tra- training session and then he said he's just too sore. <laughs> so was CM Punk who you wanted to like mold your style around when you started training then? Uh, when when I started, I thought I could be a like a high flyer slash brawler, little little bit of everything, a multitasker. Yes, and that that is that <laughs> is not what I've ended up to be. No. <laughs> so where did the idea of the pirate character come from? Uh, my fiance had a obsession with mermaids, and I thought, oh, you you. I'll be a pirate prince, you be a mermaid princess. Just joking yep. around. And then it just <laughs> happened like that, just from a little joke. That's the best way ha- things happen, though, just organically. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, little, it's... A little it's, spark it's, inspiration it's, in well, it. Like, when I first started wrestling, I didn't have any pirate gear. All I had was no. a bandana and some mascara. <laughs> and then um, ju- just before the lockdown... I had a match um, in Britannia Wrestling, a toilet roll on the pole match. I had that against Frontline from RWA, Lance Rivera and Jackson Clare. Yeah, uh, Lance is a member of our podcast. So he he likes to tell tell you that he he hates you. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. I love working, Lance. I around five times in six months. Yeah. Um, he, said, he said he loves you, but hates it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> but um, with that toilet roll on the pole match, I thought, like, that was... I debuted my new gear, and it was the first yeah. time I was... Um, like, I thought I actually had, like, found a base for my character after four years. Oh, wow. Like, two years on shows, and I finally... Like, I was happy with where my character was. Uh, I cut a promo beforehand saying about how the toilet roll is a like a great treasure out on the seas, and I, I was really into it. I thought, oh, th- this is it now. Like, this is where my character is going to start improving and getting seen elsewhere. And then we had the lockdown, yeah. and it, it, oh. it was it was it was a bittersweet moment because that show was around five days before lockdown actually started. Yes, I remember Lance wondering whether that should be on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, before we get on to your tag team, take us back to your first match. What do you remember about it? In hindsight, do you enjoy it? Have you been back and watched it? Uh, I was actually... I actually watched my first match back. What day is it now? Uh, I want to say... <laughs> I watched it back on Saturday with Connor Klein, and we were oh. both bawling our eyes out crying at it like it it was so like cringy i i I wasn't ready to make my debut but when because i i didn't make my debut for britannia i trained at britannia and then a company called fusion pro in clandino um 
asked me if I thought I was ready and an overconfident young Joey Marcus said yes. I was nowhere near ready. <laughs> it was a, a, a tag team match. The crew, it was me and someone called Wynn Williams against uh, Creeper from Basics and Dougie Matthews also from Britannia who made his debut then. Yeah. Me, me and Dougie have been crossing paths forever. Like We teamed at Wrestle Island, teamed at Marty Jones' Squared Circle, been against each yes. other at Fusion, been against each other at Britannia. It's just always been intertwined. This is the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling, Lance Rivera, and you are listening to the number one wrestling podcast, Broken But Glorious. Yeah, so you, you remember with Dougie and the Scally Lads? Oh, uh, yes, the Scally Lads, which, which was only meant to be a joke at first. Like we, yes. were, I don't, <laughs> we weren't actually meant to be on Wrestle Island until no. a day before. Uh, we, we just started it off as a, as a joke, like Scally Lads, because I'm the Scallywag, and he's, he's like, he calls himself a lad in training and whatnot. So we, we yes. just... I was I do graphic designs, so designed some stuff and just started sharing. And then yeah. I I guess Peter liked it. And then uh, a day before, I got a message from Babyface Pitbull uh, saying that we're we're doing a run in at Wrestle Island. We're like, oh okay. And then um, Paradox won the tag titles. We did a bit of a run in. And then the next show, we helped Dogs of War win and back with another run-in, uh, power bombs, yes. RJ into thumbtacks. Yeah. And then did a, another yeah. run-in, the last show at the Rumble, uh, the 3v3 where Paradox came out on top. And now we, we, we're just waiting on that match, the uh, Scally uh, Lads and Dogs of War against Paradox. It's, it's got to happen yes, now. Because it wasn't in it... But... Yes, definitely. I can't, I can't wait for that one to happen. Yeah, my, my, son, my son Joel asked uh, why do you hate Paradox so much? <laughs> <laughs> why do we hate Paradox? <laughs> I just don't like them. I mean, they came down to a Britannia show and started yeah. chatting a load of crap. And then the Wrestle Island lot came down and then started to cheer for the Paradox and talk a bunch of crap. Yeah. So... The Scully lads had to uh, sort of defend Britannia and invade a Wrestle Island show and sort of take our own back, especially since Ry Lloyd, who came from the same school as me in Britannia, turned his back yeah. on Britannia and went to the island. So this has been years behind the scenes, technically. Yeah. That has made the last three uh, Wrestle Island shows a lot of fun, having the Britannia, like yeah. sectioned. <laughs> same, same, same with the Britannia shows when we've got the Wrestle Island section. The, the yeah. atmosphere that it brings, such a better dynamic. It is fun. Yeah, my son also asks, "What's with the traffic cones?" <laughs> <laughs> um, the traffic cones. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Oh, uh, me and Dougie. Uh, went to an all-star show in Rill. Yeah. And there was a bit of a argument outside the town hall when we were trying to advertise our shows. 
we were we were doing the uh, the DX invasion, but, oh, right. <laughs> but um, it backfired, and then uh, the the next week or a few weeks after it was the Wrestle Island show, and we bought that just to just to do a just some shouting out and sing songs, and then yeah. uh, it Freddie Riley uh, took that cone and put it on my Lloyd's head, and it um, busted him open quite heavily. And then the next show, Dave Faulkner put it on RJ Silver's head, and then RJ Silver lost a tooth. And then we decided that we would not bring it to any more shows because it was dangerous. Yes. <laughs> not none of them were our fault. We didn't tell them to get the cones. We only cheered when they picked it up. Whatever <laughs> happened after they picked it up is their fault. <laughs> but it, it it just sort of it worked like. Yeah. If we ever did have a match, we need the cone to be involved somehow. Now it, it's took out half a paradox. A traffic cone on a pole match, or I can't prevent it. Had a traffic cone in a shark cage match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. be, I know. I can't wait for this eight months. If it happens at Wrestle Island rather than Britannia, just watch it. Oh, I <laughs> Oh, it happens because they're meant to have an Ellesmere Port show earlier this month, yeah. so it could have happened there. Maybe a day it was meant to be, but it had to be cancelled. Pop and Kid Jake Silver here. You're a Broken But Glorious podcast. Get stoked on it. I've asked the Wrestler Island Facebook group some questions. First up, Jack Blower asks Who would you like to wrestle when wrestling is back? I've got around four matches I can think of right on top of my head. Um, Obviously, Scally Lads versus Paradox. Yes. Uh, Scally Lads versus the Murder Squad or Merseyside oh. Squad. I can't say murder anymore. Uh, mercenary Squad. Merseyside Mercenary Squad. Yeah. There's a um, singles match. I would love to face off against James Reed. Uh, yes. We're good mates outside of wrestling as well. Uh, I just think that'll be really fun. And then Scally Lads versus the Myatts, Brian and Keith. Oh, wow. Yes. I think you versus James would be a good contrast in styles. Yeah, I, I'm more of the comedic style, the entertainment style, and then James is a legitimate hard hitter. He is. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen quite a few of his matches this year. I think we've seen a lot four. I've seen about four times live. He's, yeah, he's, James, James Reed is going to be one of the next people to blow up. Yeah, I've, I've interviewed him twice as well. First time, there's so much background and we, we couldn't use the interview, so he came back on. And he's oh, yeah. Like I TNC, I listened to that podcast. Yes. He was really, yeah. He was really, a really good guy. <laughs> Mike Angus, um, who was your favourite pirate? Love Mike as well. Um, my favourite pirate is either <laughs> there was a cartoon years ago called Captain Pugwash, and I started yes. doing some comedic stuff off that, yeah, and like promos and whatnot. And then you, you've got to say Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I've only ever seen the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Went about watched them. I've been watching the rest of them. I only watched the first two. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> And there's at least five. I can't tell you what happens. Yeah, uh, Graham Fisher says, when you decided to go to wrestling, was everybody supported? Um, 
They were supportive, but they just didn't want me to get hurt. No. But when I'm wrestling, especially in training, I'll just practice a bunch of crazy stuff. And I used to go back home and my nan would have a go at me because I would come in holding my arm or limping. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so she, she always said, uh, just, just give it up. Not in like a bad way, but just because she didn't want me to be hurt. Yeah. And then I moved out uh, with my partner. And she sort of... Uh, she she doesn't like seeing me hurt either, but she's the one who convinced me to go. So technically, it's all her fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ian Jones asks, "Who's your dream match, dead or alive?" Uh, it's got to be against Chris Benoit. Like yeah. I've watched a lot of eighty late nine. Uh, sorry late 80s to early 90s New Japan recently. Yes. It's just, it's blew my head. Like, the psychology in the matches. Like, I've, I've obviously not been able to wrestle. All I can do is work on the psychology part of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm going to switch up my style when I'm back because I think this will work a bit more. Like, if that Japanese wrestling had a bit of a comedic effect, just going to try and merge the two, see how that does. But Chris yeah. Benoit, like, it obviously didn't end the best, but no, no one can doubt any of his wrestling ability. Uh, he also asked, what's your wrestling dream? Well, I, I work, work in Japan. Like, if, if I could just have one match in Japan, I think that would, that would make me happiest. Yes. But I, I, I've said Japan from, like, as soon as I started being in just any match in Japan. Yeah, like just the culture and how they treat wrestling as a legitimate sport, just the atmosphere to be a part of as well. Like that would be amazing. Yeah, well, I love the Japanese crowd. Everyone says that they're too quiet, but I said you have to impress them for them to make noise. So yeah, you know like, you're doing well if they when, get noise. When you impress them, they are off the head. Like they are, yeah. they are. I can't even think of the words. <laughs> they just love it. It's like I think the character that I use. Would be amazing in like somewhere like DDT. Yes, you can win that crazy championship. Come on, it's got the metal weight. Yeah, come on, what's called the heavy metal weight? Um, yeah, that's crazy championship where they've had like dog, dogs have won it and cats have won it and then ladders won it, and chopsticks yeah. have won it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a crazy twenty-four hours, twenty-four-seven type championship. Some massive names have won it as well. So that's... <laughs> Um, he also said um, we used to like the Scally lads. So what made him turn into an absolute arse? <laughs> Is that uh, just wrestle <laughs> Island turned me into an arsehole. <laughs> uh, and then coming down and trying to invade the Britannia shows. And then yes. when we did the same thing, they didn't like it. It's just me and Dougie took it a step further and decided to jump in the ring. But, but oops, I guess. <laughs> Uh, last one, uh, Graham Fisher again asks, um, who's your wrestling idol? Well, like when, when I started, it was uh, CM Punk, obviously. And then there was a period when I was like loving Seth Rollins. And then I moved to the Indies, Adam Cole, and he joined mm-hmm. WWE. And now it is probably Chris Benoit, like his in-ring stuff. Like if anyone could imitate that, then you'll you'll go in places.
This is James Reed, and you're listening to a Broken But Glorious podcast. So, if you're a promoter and you were put in charge of promoting the Britannia versus Vessel Island show, and I'll give you a match type, and if you tell me who you'd put in that match. Uh, okay, yeah, go on. Cool. So, who'll be in the opening contest to get the, the crowd excited? Uh, get the crowd hyped. Uh, probably Jack Griffiths. Yes. The first Alpha Gen champion against Harry McKenney, the Island Prospect winner. Oh, yes. That'd be an amazing match. Uh, uh, who would you be happy a comedy match? Oh. Oof. That's hard. Um, Tom, Lance Rivera is quite good at comedy matches. He helps. So I'll, I'll put him on there. I'll put him on the Wrestle Island side. And then I'm, I'm going to say Chase Alexander. I, I've never actually seen him in a comedy match, but he I can is. See him being very funny. Yeah. I think that that'll just be a. Style off matches. I'll <laughs> be fun. I'll let really like. uh, Your women's match? Britannia don't really use any women anymore. Um, oh. I just know in uh, North Wales, uh, as sexist as it may sound, but no one really cares about women's wrestling. No. Which is a shame. Like the fans don't want it. No. Uh, oh. It's like when, when you go down to Wrestle Island, you see all the, like, the wrestlers in the UK who are female. And yeah. most of the time, they're better than the men. Yes, definitely. Like, women's wrestling has came along so much. I, I don't think it'll be long now before the fans start to like women's wrestling more and more in Wales. Uh, sorry, yeah, right. Women's match. Uh, uh, well, we could change that to an intergender then, Matt. I think one of the women from Wrestle Island to put them against Lars yeah. and Britannia. Alexis Falcon. Yes. Against Dan Evans. I think we've still got to see that match. It didn't happen because Alexis Oh, Dan Evans, when he comes back, he's got the two Rumble winners. He's got the Power Up Briefcase winner, and Cameron Solis just became number one contender. So he's got four people coming after him when he comes back. So it's going to be a big game when wrestling's back on. Yes. <laughs> About uh, a hardcore Extreme Rules type match. Oh, God. Um, Henry Grodd and Sonna Derson, because they're now a tag team in Britannia. Yeah. Against RJ Silver and Andy Knox of Paradox. Yes. I know they I know RJ is a big fan of a uh, deathmatch wrestling, and he yes. wants to do as many as possible. Um, what about a tag team match? Yeah, straightforward tag team match. Uh. Okay, Scally Lads versus the Myatts. Yes, I'm really impressed with Keith Patterson, how, how well he's still doing. So, yeah, get, get on so well with Keith and Ryan. Mm. Like, whenever we want to show together uh, at Fusion, yeah. or when we went down to Wrestle Island, they were against uh, Steel Industries. Mm-hmm. I, they'll just give me and Matty advice. Like They've said they want to wrestlers as well. And we're, like, we're just pushing it everywhere we can. Wrestle Island, yeah. Fusion, Britannia, just someone get us this match. <laughs> I was actually talking to Keith the other day, yeah. and uh, we, we were talking about when we would have this match. So I posted something on Facebook, just trying to get someone to book it. Oh, if you could have like a four corners match, you could have the Scally Lads versus Paradox versus the Myatts, the Dogs of War. 
rather than have it. I think that's along with the just scally lads <laughs> I mean, we've sort of been their little lackey, like we helped them win their titles back. Mm. And what if the scally lads then decided to uh, turn on the dogs? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. <laughs> Who would be the heels in that match? Oof. I guess it depends on where the show is. <laughs> if, if, if it was a Wrestle Island show, the Sky Lads will probably be face because they all hate Dogs of War. But now they also hate us. Yeah. <laughs> right, so who, who would be your main events? Would you have a champion versus champion? Or have you got yeah. two guys, two oh, guys well. in the I've already used oh, Dan Evans. Oh, yeah. I would say Cameron Solis against Ry Lloyd, main event. That, oh. that match does not need a championship involved. No. That's a match I'd really like to see. Like, all Wrestle Island, Paradox, Scally Lad stories to the side, Ry was, a, Ry was the first person who trained me, so I grew up wrestling, like, my wrestling mm. career with Ry. Oh, and wow. he is... Like along with James Reed, like Rye's been in this business well over five years already. Like and he's not even started yet. No. Like as soon as he as soon as his ankle is better and his legs better and he he's out that cast and training, like he's gonna take the UK by storm. Yes, I mean, I've been really impressed with Ryan since I've I think I've seen I've probably seen him wrestling for about two two years now. Yeah. Yeah, I've been impressed every match I've seen him. So, right, so this is where I'd usually ask where can people see you in the near future. But have you got any plans to entertain you and your fans over the lockdown? <laughs> I I was actually meant to be debuting in like three new companies this month in April, and they all got cancelled. So I yeah. I was gutted, but all them companies have guaranteed that I'll be booked there in the future. I'm just yeah. I, I'm not sure if I can name who at the moment, no, no, but that's... there will be some big things coming and Joey Marcus will be sailing quite far out once this lockdown is over. Yeah, hope it's get down south or as well. I mean, it, it's a little bit further than the, uh, the UK. Uh, before we go, do you want to promote your social media? Yeah, uh, Instagram is Joey Marcus Pro Wrestler. Twitter is at Joey the Pirate. Facebook is Joey Marcus Pro Wrestling, and then I've now got TikTok, which is a uh, uh, which is Joey the Pirate again. What did you do on TikTok? Just, just TikTok, <laughs> wrestling stuff. I uploaded oh, a video. I, it's got like eight thousand views already. Oh wow! So, the pirate's blowing up. He's still playing <laughs> across the world. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> All right, so I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. 